When I was a child, man, I loved going to the mailbox. It was so exciting that there possibly, maybe, could be something in the mailbox for me. And of course, there just never was. Now as an adult, I straight up dread going to that mailbox because I know exactly what's gonna be in there. There's gonna be bills, bills, more bills, reminders about future bills, you know, your dentist appointment and your car needs oil. And you know what it's like, you know, you work so hard, so hard to try to get ahead in life and all these unexpected bills come in, that the car breaks down and taxes go up and you got a busted arm or a broken water pipe and there's a dead spot in the lawn, Oosh, it looks awful and the lawnmower breaks down and on and on and on. It is so hard to have patience when it comes to our finances and our, our bank accounts that seem to be doing this. And that patience is so much more difficult to have when you look around and almost everywhere you look, everybody else seems to be getting by and, and doing well, doing great. You know, Marty in your neighborhood just got a brand new Mustang and, and Brad at work, man, he talked about the beautiful trip he went with his family to Belize and, and Nancy's nails. Oh, they look so great. You know, she's got that standing appointment to get her nails done. Claire's clothes are beautiful and her shoes are to die for. I mean, we look around and we see all these other things that people have and we don't and it's hard. And we say, God, what gives? Where's my extra? Where's my pampering? Where's my one, one more? I mean, I, I love you, God. I, I serve you. I worship you. I, I watch these devotions. I, I try to do what's right. Why does everyone else seem to get ahead? And I just, I can't. David wrote a psalm about having patience with, with finances. It's a psalm that a lot of people don't know that well. In fact, when I did studying for this is when I really unearthed the, the truth of, of this psalm. It's Psalm 37. And see, David's got a unique perspective. He knows what it's like to have next to nothing and then have everything and then to lose it all. If you remember, David was that simple shepherd boy, not a lot of money in that family. And then he's the youngest, so he's the runt. He knew what it was to be looked over for even food. Then David becomes king, one of the most powerful kings in the world, one of the most influential, wealthy people in the world. And then he lost that crown and he's running around for his life. And David's got that unique perspective and, and gives us some encouragement with peace for finances. He says this, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Be still. And what that means is don't worry. God's got it. Don't fret. God's got a plan. And even when you look around and you see people getting ahead of you and they're doing it in a dishonest way, and we go, God, why? Why are you not helping me? And you seem to be helping them. David even says this. This is verse 2. He says, Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. David gives you encouragement to not fear that God has this incredible plan. And it's a, a plan to bless you and, and not to harm you a plan that he has set for you. This world is not your home. And so the stuff of this world, you, you just can't take it with you. What God is encouraging us to always remember is what's truly valuable and truly important when it comes to this world. And it's not our finances. 
It's not the stuff. What matters the most is your relationship with God and your relationship with others. That's the greatest gift that God gives. And to give anything else or to be given anything else gives an incredible blessing into our lives. God wants us to have that perspective. David came to that perspective here in Psalm 37. David, as he's on the run, even finding a piece of fruit on the ground was something to be cherished suddenly. If you remember Titanic, uh, when the boat is sinking, a wealthy woman runs into her stateroom, past her jewelry, to grab a bag of fruit. Suddenly that was precious. And David says this in verse 16, better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. God wants your perspective to be so thankful for even the little that you have because in that little, you're wealthy when it comes from God. I want to change your perspective to close here. I want you to know this. Did you know that if you have a dollar in your pocket, at least a dollar in your pocket or in your purse, did you know that if you have at least a dollar saved away in a bank and you can walk in with your good name and they'll give it to you, Did you know that if you have a home with a front door that locks, and if you have a home that has some food in it that you're not gonna eat today, you'll eat eventually someday. If you have all those things, which I'm assuming you have, you are wealthier than 70% of the world. God has not forgotten you. God has truly blessed you. When you put things into perspective, you see God's grace. And when you see that, it'll give you patience in your finances. Hey, it's Amber L.B. Swenson. You might remember when my podcast, Little Things, was right here on Grace Talks. Or maybe you've never heard of me. Either way, I want to invite you to listen to Little Things, which is now its own podcast. We take a look at little things and little ways that we can change our thinking to know and love God more. So please check out Little Things wherever you listen to your podcasts.